Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in Her Space, not everyone and a lot of people don't share all the stuff that's happening, right? We don't share the behind the scenes and all you see is the good stuff and you're like, dang, everybody else is living this amazing life, but we're taught that being an adult means that you graduated from college. Mm -hmm. You're married and you have children mm-hmm. not one but you have children multiple yeah you have a flourishing career mm-hmm. you have that 2500 square foot house mm-hmm. with your picket fence right your, dog. your, your backyard <laughs> yes your welcome to her space a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you we're, we're your, your hosts, hosts dr dominique broussard a college professor and psychologist and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Usually when I see my colleagues or peers doing something great and walking in their destinies, I get motivated, right? There's like a, a, a degree of, I want to say, like healthy competition, and it energizes my spirit when I watch them thrive. And I shout them out, I send positive vibes, and I get back to the grind. But yesterday was one of those days. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so look, I'm sitting on the couch, scrolling down my timeline, take a quick break from a project that I'm working on, and I noticed that it seemed as though everyone, air quotes, everyone I scrolled past was doing something amazing that I wish I had the opportunity to do. It seemed as though everyone's life was lit and my life was stagnant. Some of my friends had brand partnerships. Um, Amazing. Other friends were traveling abroad, I mean, like, to Dubai and all these amazing places. And for goodness sakes, one of my mentors reached a million dollars in her business. Can I get a million dollars? Can I get a million dollars? Like, can I get a million, please? Just just (laughs) send it this way, you You know, know, share the wealth. Yes. And instead of being inspired by greatness around me in that moment, I felt a bit overwhelmed. I felt pressured. I felt like I was reminded of everything I wanted to do everything I wanted to learn, and how much work I needed to do. I still had to figure out how to finish my site, how to get to my business goals and keep my energy up, live this healthy life, like all these things. I have to go to work, you know, full-time job, got a podcast now, hey, Her Space Podcast. But I felt blah, basically. And I silently wondered to myself, when am I going to get to X, Y, Z? When is this going to happen for me? Am I capable of achieving X, Y, Z? Like, have you ever been there before? And you are. You are doing amazing things already. But I think that speaks to a bigger issue when someone, when you know that you're out here doing amazing things 
and you are still negatively comparing yourself to what other people are doing. And so I think that kind of leads us right into today's topic of adulting and what does it mean to not reach some of these adulting milestones that we've been conditioned to believe that we have to achieve. Mm -hmm. I'll start us off with our quote of the day. Don't set sail on someone else's star. I'm going to give you all that one more time. Just really let that sink in. Don't set sail on someone else's star. That's deep. Because we do it. We find ourselves looking at other people and looking at the things that other people are accomplishing and trying to go after what they're achieving when really that's not meant for us. What are some of those things, T, as you were like scrolling through your social media, what were some of those things that you were seeing? Like, what are some of those milestones? To be honest, I think some of the milestones for me were things that I saw for myself. Like it was in the vision that I had for my life. And it was like, I'm on the path. Like I want, I want to be a millionaire. Like that's always been my goal since I was in high school. I'm like, I'm going to be wealthy so I can like help my community, help my family, all that good stuff. So I think a lot of the goals, a lot of the things that I saw aligned with where I think I want to go and what I have planned out for my life. But I feel like social media, it constantly presents us with everyone's highlights, right? Nobody, not everyone, and a lot of people don't share all the stuff that's happening, right? We don't share the behind the scenes. And all you see is the good stuff. And you're like, dang, everybody else is living this amazing life. But like you said, don't set sail on someone else's star. That makes me think about how sometimes someone might have a goal in their life. You don't know what it took for them to get there. You don't know how they feel about their life. Maybe they did achieve that goal. Maybe they did hit a million, but they're miserable. Maybe they don't have relationships with their family members. And so I think, you know, because they work so hard, but I think it's important to like keep things in perspective and to remember mm-hmm. like, you know what? We always used to say this in church, what God has for me is for me, right? So right. what's for you is for you and you'll get there when you're supposed to, but it's just don't compare because it's like apples and oranges. Exactly. But those apples and oranges are things that we're taught we're supposed to have, right? Mm. So we're taught that being an adult means that you graduated from college. Mm-hmm. You're married and you have children. Mm-hmm. Not one, but you have children, multiple. Yeah. You have a flourishing career. Mm-hmm. You have that. 2,500 square foot house. Mm-hmm. With your picket fence. Right. Your dog. Your, your backyard. <laughs> yes. You're driving a fancy car. Mm-hmm. And life is great. That's a good point. And chances are you are probably a part of various organizations, maybe a fraternity or a sorority. And we're taught that those are the things that mean that you made it. Mm-hmm. That you have, you're where you're supposed to be in life. Yeah. But the reality is that a lot of us do not achieve those milestones. I know plenty of people who didn't graduate college and they're still flourishing. Mm-hmm. I know plenty of people who have never been married and are flourishing. Mm-hmm who have been married and divorced 
and remarried and divorced again and are flourishing. I know, and this is an issue that we'll touch on later in another episode, I know lots of people who struggle to have children, Mm -hmm. but in general, their lives are still flourishing. I know people who took multiple career paths, nothing that they went to school for, nothing that they trained for initially. Exactly. And we live in the Bay Area, so you and I both know lots of people who don't own homes. Oh, yeah. Don't own homes, don't have degrees, dropped out of school. They're like, they're like you said, they're flourishing, they're thriving. Yeah. So it's just, it's just like, what, I think just getting to the center of like, what am I here on this earth for? What do I want to achieve? And like really being true to your personal vision for your life and not being caught up in what your family wants. Cause I feel like we're at that age now where it's like, People are either like getting married, they're having kids, they're buying homes, they're they're reaching these, I want to say, stereotypical or traditional milestones. And even family puts pressure on you sometimes yes. to reach those like, when are you going to get married? When are you going to give me some babies? It's like, well, what if that's not what I want for my life? Right. And being okay saying that and being in spaces where other people may not necessarily understand, but being comfortable with where you are and not feeling that pressure. Right. And I think that's the thing is, is first for yourself getting comfortable in that space that you really want to be in, Mm -hmm. right? And recognizing that this is the path that you want for you, not the path that other people have designed for you. Exactly. And so, and it takes a lot to get to that space, really. You know, it takes honesty with yourself Mm -hmm. because some of that might mean having to toss away those stereotypes toss away all the messaging that you receive. So if you're at a space where you're like, you know what? Marriage is not for me. I know lots of people who are probably saying right now, damn, damn. I wish I would have thought about that 10 years ago. People that are married now? Yeah. Oh, yes, girl. I've had, now that you say that, okay. So I know someone who, Oh, okay. This, okay. This is juicy. All right. So I know someone who graduated from college, checked off all the boxes, right? She did all the things. Got her house, got her career. Got her house, got her career, found a guy. Mm, He was okay. She wasn't like super into him, but she was like, Hey, okay. My family's saying I need to get married. I guess this is the next thing to do on my list. So let's do it. You know, have some kids. Now it's about 10, 11 years down the line. And she wakes up and she's like, eh, midlife crisis. This is not really what I want. I did what everyone else told me I should do. I did what society said I should do. I checked off all the boxes that they said I should check off. But that that shit ain't what I want. So now I'm living this life. I've built this life, created this family, created this whole image, world and image that I don't even want. So now I got to revisit myself and figure out what do I really want now that I have this extra and I wouldn't say baggage right because I don't think you know kids and families ever a baggage but it's like now I have these extra components of me that I have to figure out how to fit into this new me that I'm trying to find and create that's a lot that is and it's the reality for some folks when we're when we aren't true to ourselves and give ourselves time to figure out what we truly want and not what everybody else wants for us right and my hope for her is that she is finding what really makes her happy mm-hmm. and really saying, mm, 
I don't care what other people think. This is what is working for me. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes a lot of courage to get to that space of saying, of being honest with your first with yourself and then with those around you to Mm -hmm. say, this is what I want. It's not what looks traditional, but, and it's not what everyone else envisioned for me, but this is what works for me. And you know what's funny too? People are so fickle, right? Because I remember when I first got married, I was, I think I was like 25 when I first got married. Um, And I had family members that were like, wait to have a baby. Don't have a baby anytime soon. You want want to be married for a couple years. And so I, as a career woman, you know, I, I, I wanted to put having kids off anyway. So I was very focused on my career. Then I married for a couple of years. I'm saying people like, when are you going to have babies? I'm like, wait, didn't you just tell me to wait a couple like of years? Like two days ago, you told me you to told wait. You told me to wait. Years. And now all of a sudden you're like, so it's like, don't, it doesn't matter what other people think. You at the end of the day have to live with your life. You are, you have to go to sleep at night and be okay with the decisions that you made. And I remember also my grandfather used to always tell me like, you should go to law school. You should be a doctor. And there are people that are in careers that they got into just because their family wanted them to. Now you have a boatload of student loans and you're not happy. And it's like, oh, like, what do you do when your family's pushing you? And sometimes they won't support you if you don't follow that career path. And I remember just being very adamant and telling my grandfather, I would kind of just smile like, oh, okay, like that's, I'm not passionate about head, law. Yeah, I'm not passionate about yes. I'm like I'm not passionate about law or the medical field, though those are amazing professions. And shoot, I wish I could be in them, but it's not something that I'm passionate about. And so I feel like we really do at the end of the day, like be true to ourselves. Adulting is already hard enough. Right. Why make it harder mm-hmm. with being miserable, yes. doing things that don't fulfill you? And it makes me think about, like, as you were talking, like, it makes me think about, like, how I know for myself that I chose my career and it was something early on that I knew that I wanted. And I knew that I knew what path to take. Right. Like I knew all the steps to take. And and then I think about so many people that I talk to, so many students that I engage with who have no idea, Mm. right? And I think about how fortunate I've been that I've had so many people that have been supportive of what I chose to do. And it just reminds me that you have people, you you go after the people who are going to be supportive of you, right? So if you know that there is something in your life that you are passionate about and you want help with that, you want support with that, you you connect with those people who are really going to support what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And recognize too that sometimes our family and friends have the best of intentions for us. Yes. And so that advice that they're tossing out, like, girl, you should go on and be a lawyer. Like, that's what you're going to become. That's what's going to make you money, right? That's what's going to bring our family out of poverty, right? Mm-hmm. Those things, they may be well-intentioned, but if it's not for you, you don't have to write your family off, but seek out those people who will be supportive of the career choice that you're trying to make because those people will guide you, hopefully, in the right direction. Exactly. 
And you have to also be mindful of people that are trying to project their old dreams and desires that they never pursued onto you, right? I have to be mindful of this when I do start having kids, like not to project my dreams and desires onto my children, right? Because people have to just find who they are and find what ignites their fire and go after that. And so it makes me think about adulting in general, Dom. So I want us to both share, if we can, three of our like least favorite adulting, like aspects to adulting, Mm -hmm. just so we can kind of see if we have similar... <laughs> similar. similar okay okay choices all right so you toss out one okay so i would say my least favorite thing about adulting right now is probably ooh this is okay probably grocery shopping mm. i do it a lot. grocery shopping takes a lot of time for me like it's 2 hours to like go to both stores i always swore i would never go to two stores but in san francisco you got to do what you got to do cuz costco just doesn't i can't buy everything in bulk so i got to go to some right. of the So I would say grocery shopping. That's my first. Okay. My first is related to grocery shopping. Cooking. Mm. (laughs) People who know me know that I don't really cook anymore. Like at one point in life, I was trying to learn and could really do some good stuff. In grad school, like my friends knew my red beans and rice was like on point. Like that was the thing, right? Oh, true. Okay. My grandmother has given me tons of recipes, like crawfish pasta, shrimp etouffee, like all those things. And I can pull that out and like I can cook it if I need to. Mm -hmm. But on my regular day to day, Mm -hmm. nah, I am not. I'm just not here for it. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably one of my, yeah, my least favorites. The next one I would probably say... Just like, I mean, I like to have control. Like, I'm very detail-oriented. I like to have control over my life and schedule. But just having to just be so responsible. Like, I got to pay these bills. Like, I got to get up and go to work. I don't have anyone to wake me up. Just having so much responsibility and being in charge of everything. So if everything, if shit hits the fan, it's my fault. I can't say, oh, my mom and dad, they didn't wake me up. Like, no, it's you. you. It's on you. So Mm -hmm. I think just having so much responsibility and the stakes being so high that's another thing. Like when you run into obstacles in, as an adult, you got to figure that shit out. And sometimes it's scary. <laughs> right. And I think for me, like, yes, that responsibility piece is another thing. Yes. Like, but the thing that ties into that for me most, mostly is like the paying bills. I'm like, Oof. I work hard and my money has to go to bills. Like, no, yes. no, no. I just want to go have fun. <laughs> and so that, yeah, that, that probably is one of my hardest things is, being responsible, yes. having to make the quote unquote right choices. Yes. But, and I know we said three, but I'm going <laughs> to take us away from that okay, real quick okay. because that also ties into one of the things that I love about being an adult mm. and that's freedom. Oh, yes. I can get, if I decide that I want to sleep in. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Now, granted, there will be consequences. So I can't say I'm going to sleep until 10, knowing yes. I was supposed to be to work at nine. Exactly. But if I do that, I have the freedom to do that. That's a good right? point. And so I think that that's one of the, the good things about being an adult. Like if I decide that I want to get up on a Saturday morning and take a drive along Highway 1, 
that's like one of the most beautiful drives yes, you can ever take. If y'all are ever in California, make mm-hmm. sure you do that. Like it's gorgeous. If I get up on a Saturday morning, I can decide to do that. I don't have to ask anyone. I don't have to get permission. It's my choice to make. That's a good point. I grew up in a very strict household. And so I used to have to ask for permission to do everything. And so I think to freedom. To go in the refrigerator. Like seriously, yeah. don't drink, don't drink your mom's juice. Don't eat your dad's, you know what I mean? Like snack or whatever. So I think having the freedom and independence, I agree with you there. And I love to dive into some, I want to say strategies. Like what can we do when we are in that place where we're like, oh, I'm comparing myself to someone else. Cause it happens. I feel like I'm still guilty to this day. Like I know that I shouldn't compare. I know that. And I feel like for the most part, I don't often, but sometimes you fall into that, especially if you're in a low point or you see something that just impacts you deeply on social media usually, right? right? Or in real life. Like I love to talk about some tactics that we can all use to combat that. Okay. I think one of the first strategies that I would tap into is to look at where you are currently in life, mm-hmm. right? Do an evaluation of what is happening right in front of you in the moment. Are there things that you want to do differently? Are there things that you probably need to do differently? But are there things that you're doing really well? Oftentimes we don't take enough time to acknowledge the good things that we are doing for ourselves, right? So if we just take a moment to take stock of what's really truly happening in front of us that could help us move into a space of let me not compare myself to what's happening for my friends or what's happening to everyone else around me i got some dope stuff happening and being able to like really see that and acknowledge that that's an excellent point and also i think we we need to realize that some of us have been through so much in life and we don't give ourselves enough credit for being where we are based on what we where we come from, what our family looks like, the obstacles our family has faced. You know what I mean? So I think just acknowledging where you are, it may not be where you want to be, but you've gone through so much hell to get to where you are today. So just being a black yeah. person in this country, in this moment, being alive, that in and of itself is is an amazing feat, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And so like you're saying, just being able to fully acknowledge that and appreciate that anything that you're doing, considering the historical trauma that as a people we have been through, you're doing amazing. That's right. All right. So I would say the next step is to revisit your why and your master plan. It's easy to look at someone else's path and envy their lifestyle or the possessions they have. But sometimes we have to ask ourselves, do I want what I want because someone else has it and it looks good? Like when I talked about earlier about seeing someone in Dubai, yeah, that's great and everything. But like I'm currently launching products and I have this blog and I have the, you know, we're working on the podcast and I have the job. Like being in Dubai right now would not be good for me because I have so much stuff going on here. So do I want that just because I see someone I was doing it or does it fit into my why and my master plan? So really thinking about why do you want what you want, right? Right, right. And maybe Dubai is not where you need to be because 
that's a door that should stay closed so that you can be ready for the door that's going to open to another trip later on in the year mm-hmm. that will take you to networking to propel you to your next step. And so when you look at that door that needs to be closed or you're saying to yourself, I'm not, I have these things that I'm working on. And so I can't do what my friends are doing. Know that just because that door is closing doesn't mean that there aren't two or three other doors out there that are waiting for you to get to that next step. Agreed. And so our third tip for you is to motivate yourself and create a game plan. What that really looks like is, again, having that conversation with yourself, checking out our website to look at our goal mapping workbook and devising that master plan for your life and setting up those SMART goals that we mentioned and really figuring out what steps you want to take and how you can realistically get there and find those things to motivate you to make to accomplish those things, whether that's having an accountability partner or having a vision board or motivational quotes, whatever it is that's going to get you energized, do it. And then we have don't despise the days of small beginnings. As we all know, every journey begins with a single step, just one, literally, just take that first step. And that first step can lead to endless possibilities. And when you think about it, when we compare our life to other people's lives, it's like us comparing our day one to someone else's day 100, right? We don't know what they had to do the 99 other days to get to where they are. And it's really not fair to yourself. It's literally like, asking yourself this question, right? Would you want to go from first grade to 12th grade? Mm, Probably not, because you're going to need all of the lessons in second, third, fourth, fifth, and so on and so forth that will allow you to show up fully and to uh, to be prepared and to have what you need to succeed in 12th grade or in that level. So it's like, Every step of our journey is needed to get us to our our final destination, so to speak, and where we want to end up. And so comparing our journey to someone else's is just, it's not fair to ourselves. And it's just, it's going to leave you pissed off, you know what I mean? Every single time. Right. And it's creating, it's going to create that negative energy. And when you're in a negative space, it prevents you from doing what we would list as our last and final tip is to celebrate those around you who are doing well. So when you're in a space of feeling good and you can celebrate those around you and feel good for others and and make others feel good, all of that energy just keeps manifesting itself. Mm -hmm. And as that energy is manifesting itself, you will find that you will become more motivated. You will put yourself... And, or in spaces that allow you to reach the goals that you have set out for yourself. So just creating that positivity. Amen to that. And I will say, whenever I feel that little like hint of like jealousy or envy or hate or something like that, and I have to check myself because I'm a human being. Like I have to check myself where it's like, pause, what's going on with you? Why are you acting all stink, right? And I, when I feel those moments come along, I do my best to move past it by showing love. So sometimes I may, it may, may not be my first or like, you know, my initial reaction, but it's like, uh-uh, 
I'm going to show some love there because something's going on inside of me that I need to address. Right. But I'm I'm excited for you because that's good for you, right? Even though it may not be happening for me, it's exciting that someone else is doing something amazing. You know what I right. mean? Doing something that fulfills them. That's right. So right now, we just want to thank you so much for tuning in. It's been about five episodes for us. You're tuned into the Her Space podcast. And so at this time, we just want to ask you that if you are finding any value from any of our episodes, whether it's your first episode or you've tuned into all the episodes with us, please be sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Um, Only if you found value, right? So if you found that you you resonated with something that we shared. You laughed at one of our corny jokes. Or we tell the corny jokes. You know we do. I'm only for care. So if you found anything valuable from the podcast, please leave feedback. We want to know how you feel. We also want other folks to be able to find the podcast here. And Dom is going to close us out with a wonderful proverb that ties everything together. Yes. Thank you, T. So our closing proverb says, Where you will sit when you are old shows where you stood in your youth. Again, where you will sit when you are old shows where you stood in your youth. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health but it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast. Or check out our website at herspacepodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I am not defined by where I come from or what happened to me. I get to create my own destiny. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, ladies.